Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today we're delighted to welcome onto the show Morgan Wallen. He's an American country music singer and songwriter signed to Big Loud Records. Morgan, thanks for joining us today, man. Thank you, Colby. How's it going? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not bad. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Uh, well, um, yeah. how, how are things going at the moment? I understand you've, uh, you've had quite a busy year. That would be a, a correct uh, understanding. Uh, it's been it's been great though. For the majority uh, of, of things have been really really awesome, man. We've been we've had a blessed year and uh, looking forward to to getting this album out in the beginning of next year and hopefully starting starting twenty twenty one off in a you know uh, hopefully it'll be a, a better year for everyone um, overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully we can return to a little bit of normality. You can get back out on the road. Uh, do some gigging um did you have plans to be out touring this year and is that something you're quite missing at the moment yeah we were supposed to be out pretty much all year um i i think i would have still been out on the road right now yeah, if it yeah. been for for all of this and yeah i i do miss it i missed it a lot it's it, you know over the past four years it was uh something i did almost all the time you know me and my band we maybe had the longest break that we had over the past four years was probably three weeks. I mean, we did it constantly and it just became something that was very, you know, routine for us. Something mm-hmm. that we really enjoyed that we rely on. Um, it gave me a lot of happiness, a lot of joy. And I've had to find those in other places, you know, throughout this, but, um, we'll definitely want to get out there as soon as we can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is it giving you a little bit of time to get in the studio, concentrate on writing new music and, and focus on that side of it? Oh yeah, it's you know if it wasn't for the way that things have turned out, I don't I would not have been able to to put this much music out. I wouldn't have had this much yeah, time yeah. to to get it done and get it done right. You know, it's the music has taken up the majority of my time this year, and I wouldn't have been able to do that uh, regardless. So yeah, you know, sure. you know, in a way, it's been it's it's probably it may end up being beneficial to my career and to my music. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now I want to go back a little bit, Morgan, before we talk about um, the new music that you've been putting out this year and talk about something that may or may not have been quite pivotal in your career, um, which was when you competed on season six of The Voice, uh, which must seem like quite a long time ago to you now, um, in 2014. So initially you're part of Usher's team and then Adam Levine's team. How, how old would you have been then? Was that, that was quite a while ago, right? Yeah, it was. I'd have been 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I was tw- I was 20 when I first started the process. By the time we first got on, um, you know, by the time we got on there, I was 21. Was that um, um, was that quite like an important experience for you in terms of the direction you wanted to take musically? Oh yeah, I think it was, man. I mean, it was kind of the first first thing I'd done in the quote unquote music world, music business world. I'd never even played a show or anything like that. You know, I'd. I grew up around music. I grew up singing in church. I started playing instruments and song when I was five. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I always loved music, but I never like knew what to do about it. You know, I yeah, never. I yeah. just did it for fun because I loved it. And uh, that show, kind of, you know, when I got on there, they wanted me to sing pop music, and I'd never, I, I had never even been on a plane, man, but before yeah, I went yeah. out to LA. So I get out there and all these people that are in show business are telling me I should sing pop. So I was like, well, I believed them for a second. And then I sang and made it a little further on the show, but the music that I was writing back home was country. And, you know, I come from a country place and, mm-hmm. um, at my heart. So I, I chose by the time I got to choose a, a song of my own to sing, I, I, I picked a country song and, uh, that's when I got kicked off the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
it was uh it was definitely helpful and and you know and me figuring out what i wanted to do and what i didn't want to do and it helped me as a singer too you know there's some a vocal coach behind the scenes who really helped me be more comfortable with my voice and um yeah man it got it helped me meet meet some people in nashville and and uh, get get a, get a start yeah for sure kind of give you like a foot into the industry right at least yeah it did it, it did yeah sure. yeah Oh, like you said, I understand that you you met a couple of the guys at Panacea Records and got your first record deal, um, and then off the back of that was your first EP, um, which uh, the sessions, the recording sessions there proved to be quite productive, quite fruitful for you, didn't they? You met some of the guys who are part of your touring band. Are you still with those guys now? Yeah, I am. Um, everybody except for Sergio, um, who is one of my still one of my good friends. He just he got married and, and kind of chose a different um, yeah. path other than, yeah, yeah. And than live touring. But all the other guys are the same. Um, I, I, you know, we, we all moved to Nashville together. We just, uh, we bonded really pretty quickly and, and, and they had a belief in me from, from day one. And they're, they're like my brothers, man. We still, we still have a, a really good relationship and um, it's cool to, to have a, a family like that um, to, to kind of do this with. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. It's nice when you've got a, a tight knit team. Kind of feels like a family. Like you say, you're spending so much time with them on the road. It's important to to have that support system around you, right? It is very. Um, I, I don't know. If I, I couldn't do it without them, man. They, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They are they are really really important to my life, and they mean a lot to me. And uh, they know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, man. Um, so yeah, a couple of years later, you signed to to Big Loud, which is obviously a huge label uh, in Nashville. And you had your debut sing- debut single, "The Way I Talk." Soon afterwards, how how did that come about um, with Big Loud? Was that just through connections, making more connections in the industry? Yeah, I, I had met a guy down here named Kevin Neal, who's a booking agent. Um, who was my first booking agent? Um, he he still has a has a hand in my booking agent, but his son actually handles the majority of my work now. Right, right. Um, his his son is one of my best friends, so that's that's awesome too. But um, uh, you know he. I met I met Kevin. He asked me to move down to Nashville so he could help me out. I got down here as soon as I could. We started sending some of my demos and, and stuff around to to people in the in the in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they ended up on Seth England's desk, who is a, a a partner in Big Loud and who is my manager now. Okay. Um, okay. And he heard I was really just looking for um, for some co writes, just trying to you know learn stuff from these songwriters down here, get better. I was still very young, twenty two yeah. years old yeah. now at that time trying to learn stuff and um but seth seth saw past that and said well does this kid want to be an artist and i obviously did want to be an artist it's just not i wasn't looking for a record deal yet yeah yeah but they ended up i went came in here and sang for them and um they ended up offering me a record deal a, a couple weeks later a record deal and a publishing deal and man at the time big loud was not a, a, a large record deal it hadn't really improved anything i was the second artist that was signed oh, to wow, the label really? ever okay yeah so so um I'm not really sure why why I made the decision so quickly because I, that was like my first meeting and I didn't really go anywhere else. I just felt yeah, really yeah. at home here. I felt comfortable with the people. I mean, they had had success elsewhere, just not as a record label. You know, Seth was manager of Florida George Line at the time. Joey Moy is a producer who, you know, had a tremendous amount of success with Nickelback and Florida George sure. Line. So they had Craig Wiseman was ahead there too, who is an amazingly successful songwriter. But they had never proven anything as a label, so I don't, I don't. I, but I was, I just had a trust in them, and, I, yeah, and yeah. I was comfortable, and I felt like they believed in me, and they understood, and uh, they understood me, and well, I just said, all right, let's go, and uh, we've been working together ever since, and we've been uh, um, really just, I, I've loved working with them, and we've, 
never had any issues. You know, we've disagreed mm-hmm. and stuff, of course, just like anybody else, but we've never had any real problems. And I'm, I'm super thankful for that. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, obviously, it's uh, just sometimes a matter of just taking the taking the leap, isn't it? And obviously, it turned out to be uh, the right decision that paid off for you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, nice. So, was after that? Was that when you kind of started touring a little bit more, getting out on the road, going like supporting some other some other bands and some other artists? Yeah, I. Uh, you know, we once I got my record deal and publishing deal, I pretty much immediately started writing. So I. I started writing every day for almost, I'd say probably at least six months, maybe longer than that, just yeah, to get yeah. some, get some songs and, you know, figure out what I wanted to say and what my, what I wanted my sound to be like and all that kind of stuff. So we did that and then went in and recorded a an EP and got that put out as soon as we could and, you know, five, six songs. And, um, that's when I started touring, I think in probably 2016, the end of 2016, I yeah, believe yeah. is when we first started touring. Um, and then, um, man, it was just, we, we did a little bit of both. We did, we started playing some, some, uh, little tiny clubs on our own, you know, just nobody opening or anything. Mm-hmm. We just go try to build a fan base of our own. We did that. And then we also got invited to do a, 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 a tour, uh, where we were like the first act of four. So, you know, we had like 15 minutes, we got to play four songs and or we'll try to play four songs at <laughs> a amount of time and just get out there, you know, and play our music a little bit. And that was, you know, that was awesome. But when, when we played those, those little clubs and, and, you know, maybe there was a hundred people there, we'd go back and we'd play them next time there'd be 200 and, or, you know, we'd move up to the next building in that city. And we kind of, instead of just only going on tours with other people, we, I, we have, purposely went out to the smaller places and made sure that we built our own fans and not not just try to to go um build fans from some other band we've we've really yeah. tried to make sure that we we've built ours from the ground up and we've kind of not we've never as as of now we made now but um before all this happened we had never skipped a step like in a city we would play pretty much every size venue in the city and just continue to really build a relationship with those people in that in that area and just continue to, to build, um, you know, we'd play with a small bar, then we'd go to the 500 club and we'd mm-hmm. go to the thousand place club. And then we'd go to the 2000 and we play the theater. You know, we, there's some cities we played for four or five times already, maybe more yeah, yeah. just because, you know, we felt like we were really making a connection and we wanted to really, um, be intent about going and doing our own thing and playing a lot of our own music in those places. And that seemed to be very beneficial for us. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's important to be consistent as well, I think. Like you say, turn up to every show, smash it, you know, nail every show, and then you really kind of establish that connection with the fans and people People buy tickets again, obviously. Yes, sir. It, it, it's, it's, it's been proven for us to, to be uh, something that works. So, yeah. and it's, yeah. and shout out to the fans too, man. They, you know, they've, they've been, they've been really consistent as well. Not just, not just us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you've got, you've got plenty of fans man like your streams uh through the roof which um we'll come on to in a moment but um a couple of years ago you had your your debut album if i know me um and the second single which i want to talk about up down uh you recorded with florida georgia line who are a very successful country duo in their own right of course um how, how did that collaboration come about did you did you already know those guys yeah, man. I, I, you know, at the time, my manager also managed uh, managed them. Okay. So we kind of had met naturally throughout, um, you know, just hanging out at places, and um, I had gotten up down and, and recorded it, and 
uh, I didn't originally know for sure if I was even if I was even going to do a collaboration on it. I, I had already recorded the whole version by myself and was prepared to to do it that way. And they they heard the song and kind of hit me up and said that they liked it. And I said, well what do y'all think about getting on here? Um, mm-hmm. You know, for me, I, I, I thought that it might be a good way to, to get, you know, get people to pay attention quicker by having a, someone who's already successful on my song. Yeah, for sure. Um, to, to, you know, maybe pay me more attention than they would have normal, uh, normally. So they, they agreed to, to get on there and, and, and do that. And I'm, I'll always be thankful to them for, for doing that, man. Cause it really did, Help me get in the door maybe quicker than I would have normally. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I'm very appreciative to that of of that to them. And um, you know, they they also took me on tour and, and all kinds of things. Cool, so they cool. they were very very helpful to me. Yeah, nice, nice. Another quick collaboration I want to uh, mention um, is quite an interesting one. Was was uh, with Diplo. Uh, so a bit of a bit of a genre crossover for you um, on his track Heartless. How did that kind of come about? Was that was that a situation where he um, got in touch with you, just kind of really, you know, recognized that you was doing some cool stuff and got in touch and, and wanted you on the track. Yeah. I, it's a pretty, uh, interesting story actually. Um, okay. I, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's it seems interesting to me. Um, <laughs> let's he, go. So his, his people had, um, reached out to my manager, Seth, and they had some ideas cause he was wanting to do a country project. Diplo was okay. And, and they, had, and my, like I said uh, a minute ago, my manager also managed FGL at the time. Mm-hmm. And so they, Annie and, um, this, whenever they started reaching out, hell it's been a couple of years ago. So, uh, that's when little, uh, Mason Ramsey was kind of being like a viral sensation and two, and he had signed to my record label at the time too. And he still is signed here, but, okay. um, that's when he was doing his, I don't, you know what I'm talking about? The yodel, the little yodel, yodel kid. Uh, yeah. 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 So he was, uh, yeah. he was, he was kind of hot at that time too. So they were reaching out actually wanting to do a song with either him or Florida George line. And they had a couple songs idea, uh, song right. ideas or whatever, mm. but I had just put my, I just kind of turned in the demo of heartless and they, uh, my manager, I guess just said, well, these ideas are cool, but I think I have a better one and kind of gave him my story and told him, you know, what I was doing and how we were, he felt like, you know, I was, um, really coming onto the scene. And that's, that, that was like mm-hmm. riding whiskey glasses on the radio and it hadn't even became a hit or anything yet. So I, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't offended that, that they didn't, you know, come to me first or anything, but, um, I, uh, they, they heard the song and they agreed and they decided to go with me and that song, uh, over any of the others. And, you know, put it out as one of the first songs, I guess, maybe the first one that, that Diplo put out as a country thing. I'm not sure if that was the first one or not. I know it was one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out to be very successful, man. And I, I just, uh, I like doing that. I, I like, like all kinds of different music as a fan. And so anytime I get to dabble and, and venture out to do new things, I, I love to do that. You know, I'm always going to make country music at the core and yeah, for, as, sure. as, uh, for my albums, but I, I don't, I really, enjoy, I really enjoy doing other things. It's cool. It gives me a, a new world. It inspires me. It, you know, I get to meet new people, make new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the world just gets smaller by doing that for me. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. To keep things fresh, doesn't it? In day to day, day to day work, it just keeps, uh, keeps you on your toes, keeps things fresh, keeps, keeps things exciting, I guess. It does for sure, man. I've, yeah. I've, uh, I've had a good time so far doing that. I wouldn't rule out any, any kind of collabs like that in the future. Yeah. Yeah. 
for sure for sure now more recently you've um this year you've you've released a few singles obviously which are from the upcoming album uh more than my hometown uh was top three uh seven summers uh debuted at number one on the billboard hot country songs chart and it absolutely smashed first day streaming records yeah it's quite an album 30 songs man that's um it's quite a it's a lot of a lot of good music for people to look forward to there yeah um, i hope so man yeah, yeah. What's your uh, kind of, I mean, we've touched on this already, Morgan, but what's, what's your sort of creative process when it comes to songwriting? Do you usually start with uh, like a lyric or a hook or maybe a melody, a couple of chords and, and build on that? And, and more importantly, has your approach kind of changed and evolved over the years? Yeah, man, it just depends. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll have a have a verse or a course that I'll have started or have, you know, have thought up. And a lot of times it'll just come from an idea, like a hook. I'll have a, mm, mm. a hook, a hook title or a hook idea and, you know, try to figure out how I can write that and, and twist it in the best way possible. Um, that's a, that's, I'd say that's probably the majority of times you'll have, I'll just have the hook, but sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll just have a guitar loop that I've figured out, you know, or piano yeah, and yeah. kind of just try to write from there and see what happens. Um, sometimes I'll just have a, a melody with a couple lyrics in it and try to go from there and see where it leads me. Sometimes I'll start writing a song with just off the first part of the song with really no idea of where the song is going mm-hmm. and try to fig- try to figure it out after that. Um, it's, it's all over the place for me, man. Um, I, I, that's one of my favorite parts about it though. Cause I don't, I don't sit down and say, you know, all right, well, two plus two is, you know, whatever yeah, I, yeah. I can, this will work. I, it's, I never know what it's going to be and that's that's the that's the fun part about it to me it's it's always different every day yeah yeah absolutely good stuff good stuff all right cool um yeah uh i mean you've you've definitely staked your claim as as like a, a huge a huge artist in in country music i mean like i said earlier your your on-demand streaming stats are uh insane you know more than three billion on-demand streams you've got multi-platinum um with some of your tracks you've had three consecutive chart toppers and all in quite a short space of time sort of since around 2017 so only about three years you've only had quite a lot of stuff going on um has it been have you kind of had the chance to, to to take a step back and kind of absorb it all and and what's been like the highlight for you so far morgan um yeah, I, I, to an extent, you know, it's been pretty nonstop for me from <laughs> from the time we've started here in Nashville. It's been go 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 go. So I haven't I haven't really got to necessarily take a step back, but it, you know, every once in a while, I get to I get to hang out with my my team and my family and just kind of you know hear people talk about when we first started, maybe tell a story about you know me or or, or, or something that we all did together, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of puts it into perspective of. You know, wow! I remember what I was feeling at that time. I was so I didn't know if you know if, if it's going to work. I didn't, you know, I, I just there was so much uncertainty at the time, and that's and that can be a little stressful. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's it's nice just to to feel like I, I've I've really um, I'm I feel at home now, and I I feel a lot more comfortable as far as my creativity goes and everything. I I feel like I can just say and do do what i want now and without having to worry about you know anything else it's just i I really feel like i get to just be myself and yeah yeah um that that part is is the the part that means the most to me man i I think just being able to to do what i love and and really not having to change anything and and just uh getting getting the recognition is is just an added bonus man it's it's uh it's it's truly a blessing to be able to do this yeah yeah 
No, amazing, man. Amazing. So, um, yeah, obviously, it's been uncertain times. Uh, this year has been pretty crazy for, for a lot of people, especially um, creatives and, and musicians and, and touring artists and all the rest of it. But um, it's good that you've been able to, to, you know, focus, like we mentioned, focus on the album um, and, and really make that, um you know like a really meaty kind of um like project for for people to 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 get stuck into in the new year um when when is that going to be uh released have you got you've got a date for the album yeah january 8th 2021 so we're we're getting on we're getting close we figured we'd try to to kick the the next year off and hopefully send it in a better direction than, than this yeah yeah for sure for sure all right that's amazing that's amazing and uh what else have you sort of got in the pipeline at the moment um other than the album are you, are you kind of just doing the final preparations on that is there anything else that you can that you can talk to us about uh man i i think that's that's really about about all i've had time for yeah, yeah. yeah 30 songs is a lot a lot of a lot of Certainly work you is. know we've done we've done some content pieces uh that we'll we'll roll out over the next few weeks as well so yeah i saw the um, um, the, the film that you put out for for seven years uh, seven summers as well which um yeah was quite interesting was that was that kind of an, an idea that you had to kind of promote it and 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 do that side of it where did that come from yeah well thank you man uh, uh, thanks for watching uh yeah, yeah me yeah. and my me and my director justin clough we worked very closely together on on a lot and mostly mostly almost every video of mine he's produced so you know we've we've built a really good friendship and we bounce ideas off of each other and he's extremely creative and he helps me a lot with with my with my visuals and uh, Mm -hmm. he's a he's a true collaborator and um we just kind of you know we had the idea of maybe doing a short film and i kind of wanted to try my hand at doing a little bit of acting and we figured you know this is the for this is the first time we've really had any kind of big budget, not not big, but larger budget for a music video. And um, the song had already been so successful. We figured that this one would be a great one to, to uh, put the, put the, to capitalize on. So, and, and to give it a chance. So yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. we, uh, we kind of went all in on it. Amazing. Amazing. Now, Morgan, it's been, uh, it's been so good to have you on the headliner radio podcast today, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kobe. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll, uh, Hopefully we'll talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, uh, best of luck with the album and uh, take care, stay safe and all that business. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll catch up soon. Same to you, Colby. Be good, brother. Thanks, man. Take care. Cheers. All right. All right. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.